Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, as always, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. They're located at the corner of Higgins and, excuse me, Stevens and Mount. You can also find them online at nwmsrocks.com. That's NW msrocks.com. Time to get to in the show today. We're actually going to switch up the order here a little bit. We uh, had initially planned to have Chris Chitavitsky, who we talked to earlier this morning, myself and Andrew Houghton both did, the head coach for the Grizz soccer team, as they make their way to the NCAA tournament. Uh, but because of timing, we're actually going to get to Chris Chitavitsky a little bit later on, probably about 445 we'll hear from Chris Chitavitsky. Instead, we're going to get things kicked off with our good friend Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. About 4.30, we got a River City Runners segment. We're featuring a couple state champions, Tanner Klumpf and Kenzie May. Klumpf is of Missoula Sentinel, Kenzie May of Missoula Hellgate, and they will join us simultaneously, although Klumpf, he'll be in studio. And Kenzie May, she's on her way to a regional race, so she'll join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Top of the hour, you can hear from Nate Michael. He's a local volleyball coach here in town and uh, a guy that knows a lot about volleyball. It is the all-class volleyball tournament in Bozeman today, so he's been monitoring the action. So we'll talk some broad questions about volleyball, some theory, strategy, program building, but also give an update on one of the best prep state tournaments in all the state of Montana. You want to listen or watch the show somewhere other than your traditional radio or television, go to our station website, 
1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live, or you can go to YouTube. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. And if you want to be a part of this show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. You're going to want to remember that number because we had all sorts of free stuff for you, including pretty soon here, some tickets to the Lady Grizz versus Gonzaga basketball game on Sunday afternoon. We also got some vouchers to the AC Hotel. So call or text us, 406-888-1029, particularly when I tell you, but anytime. Now processing that in the 90s, we were just like slamming milk. We were just like pouring big old glasses of milk and just chugging it. Like lots of milk, just like straight up, just plain old white milk. We would just drink it. I'm just now processing that in the 90s, we were just like slamming milk. I have a bone to pick <laughs> that has nothing to do with milk. Because it's not the 90s anymore, and I'm still slamming glasses of milk. I just had a peanut butter English muffin and some cheese. And I all, bet you'd love a glass of all milk. All right I now. want is a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, why do we have to ruin all the good things? I'm the one that loves uh, pointing out the ruination of good things. How do we get on the milk? This is like one of the weirdest things ever. Why do we have to ruin the milk? Well, no one's ruining the milk. It was just funny when we were talking about the AC Hotel breakfast that you uh, were so excited uh, about having a glass of papaya juice and a glass of milk. Yeah, I know. I get it. But also, like, there's a lot of scrutiny that rains down on people that drink milk these days. Well, milk is good for you. Milk is they good. Say, they say, is in it? fact, not bad for not good for you now. And they say it's terrible for Who's you. Who's they? Health experts. They lie. They say it's akin to drinking pus. They also say red wine's bad for you. We don't listen to them. Well, my point of contention has nothing to do with the milk. Okay. It has to do with the fact that you guys ruined my life. <laughs> I can't believe that I let all this, all these women that I work with talk me into getting back on Instagram. This is the most crazy. You guys, this is warping everybody's brains. Says you the guy go, who has sent go. me more Instagram. I know. This is what memes. I'm saying. It's the world's greatest drug. You can go from the milk guy to some anxiety video to somebody popping pimples to some girl wearing a thong. Then all of a sudden there's a sports highlight. All of a sudden, you know, I don't even know. There's text message shots of dating advice and then there's recipes and no wonder you guys well, are on this thing for five hours a day. Don't go on TikTok then. I'm not. It'll it'll ruin you. I I I think I've already been ruined. I think I have to go away from this. Do what you got to do. Well, you know, uh, oh, the double-edged sword of all of it. We were really trying to, I understand that the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter if I think Instagram is rotting all of our brains. You guys are all letting it rot your brains anyways. So Excuse me, I am sharp <laughs> as a tack. So I do understand the validity of it. It is a great promotional tool. The stimulation is profound. I just, I would suggest to people, mitigate your use. But of course, follow us, ESPN Missoula, on Instagram. Wow, that was very confusing. It's part of our fall giveaway. Um, I don't know. It's like one of my favorite coaches says, you can hate the state of society all you want. It ain't changing. So you might as well live in it. That's a good point. It ain't changing. Yeah. It's like these, that's where I've seen so many coaches in the sports world get passed by. They bemoan kids and how they are. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is play Fortnite on, on Twitter. Okay. Well, you can sit there and complain about it forever. It ain't changing. Right. You can't change them. So you might as well embrace it. It is a chick who doesn't know sports. Or maybe this week's sign of the apocalypse. We're, we're weighing our name. Oh, weren't we going to do an Instagram poll about uh, that? Let's go. 406-888-1029 if you want to tell us what we should call this. Or you can follow us on Instagram, make a little comment, ESPN Missoula. Should we change the name? It could still be this week's Sign of the Apocalypse with the chick who doesn't know sports. That's pretty good. Either way, what's up, Carolyn? How you living? Uh, I'm living. Did you have any milk this morning? I didn't have any milk this morning. <laughs> do you drink milk? I do. I lo- you know what my favorite snack in the world is? What's that? Is a glass of milk and two graham crackers. Wow, that's good And then snack. you dip the graham crackers in. Wow. Oh, it's my favorite. Wow. Yeah. Great. Do you remember the graham crackers? There used to be like the dinosaur graham crackers, like dino cookies that are like made out of graham crackers. Listen, in my day, we just had straight up graham crackers. We didn't have fancy dinosaur. Yeah. I mean, I just remember my next door neighbor when I was like five, when I was living in Ely, Nevada, she used to have the I never dinosaur had those. C- cookies. And I, I don't even think great. my mom wouldn't even buy Teddy Grahams. No, no. But yeah, my mom was not buying any cookies. That's why I like yeah. going to my neighbor's right. house to get some cookies. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy Grahams were a little too fancy. And I think I aged out of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my mom's like, what are you, seven? So <laughs> I got like when I babysat kids, I'd get a Teddy Graham or two. 
Okay, well, what else you got? The wide world of sports is crazy. I got a lot of things to ask you about, but first, we'll start with you. Well, you know <laughs> how much I love a scandal, and I probably <laughs> okay. imagine that you've spoken about Aaron Rodgers ad nauseum this uh, week. We have, as we always do, though, we address it from a first impact on the the field of competition, and then secondly, we talked pretty extensively on Tuesday with Justin Angle from the University of Montana Business School from purely a marketing and branding standpoint. Mm-hmm. How is he affecting his own brand, basically? Right. We have not taken it down the what uh, does Carolyn think? sociological and or political v- versions of this conversation. So let her rip. Well, I guess I just want to address one thing, and that is when he said... When he made his apology, and I'm using air quotes, his yeah. apology, it's a very real housewives apology, which is... Wasn't that what he is? Yeah, well... He is ETV. He wow, said, you just defined it for me. I'm using that forever now. You're welcome. He He's said, an ETV and he went to Cal. That's Aaron Rodgers. He yeah. is a Berkeley e-television show. Wow. Thank maybe, you for clarifying my whole he life. he and his estranged brother can have their own reality Well, they don't show. like each other? No. Why? Because they're the same? His brother that married the bachelorette? Right. Yeah, no, they're estranged. They love similar levels of drama, so they can't handle right. each other. Yeah. These guys. See, this is why fighting should still be socially acceptable. Anyways, carry on. So <laughs> he gave a non-apology apology. Okay. He lied. <laughs> now, is it... So the rule in the NFL uh, is if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear masks, and you can't socialize. You go into those social events, right? Right. So then he lied. Yes. And he was at a Halloween party with yes. another guy, and they both got COVID, right? I guess that's true. Is that like defined that he got it at this certain well, I mean, place? I'm a, I don't know, but let's just assume you're at a super okay, spreader regardless. event. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're already treading water here. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to say that if you're going to apologize, apologize correctly. Did he even try to apologize? He said, I'm sorry if you were misled. Mm. That is not an apology. Right, because he's not sorry. Right. And then he went on some show and said he's not um, an activist. He's an athlete. Right. Which I am fine with that, but he was doing a lot, I think, in the Black Lives Matter you know, like he, he's kind of an act. I don't know. Yeah. Well, oh man. he's an activist when it's convenient for him, maybe. <laughs> and I don't, but care it's if- convenient to his endorsements and his right. bottom line. Right. This is a, this is a uh, bloody hornet's nest for sure. But unfortunately, and I can say this only because we've talked about it on this show already, because Justin Angle and I analyzed this a couple weeks ago, the rise of quote unquote woke marketing is pretty amazing to me. In other words, you attach yourself to some sort of social cause yeah. in the name of endorsement, right. not the name of belief. A hundred percent. Aaron Rodgers did that. Uh, I think a lot of people did. Regardless, carry on. Well, it's kind of funny because his fiance is a pretty big activist of a lot of things. Aaron Rodgers is engaged? Yeah, to Shailene Woodley. Who's that? She was from Big Little Lies. Isn't that funny? Isn't that karmic? <laughs> What's that? What's so, oh my God, lies? it's such a good show. It's on HBO. Just Google okay. it. Okay. Um, she's this sounds actress. right up my alley. It's, this is what yeah. I want to watch. Big Little Lies. Yeah. Well, you want to watch Squid Game. So. <laughs> I want to watch anything. I'm not anyway, going to watch anything Here's ever again. what I, I'm going to propose to you. Not okay. only are we going to rename maybe the show. <laughs> this segment, you this mean? This segment, not the show. Yeah. Car- the Carolyn <laughs> Maybe we should just name the show. Sorry, I meant this the This week's Side of the Apocalypse. Maybe that should be the sh- name of Nuana's now. No. Very this applicable segment, to most of the themes of our But I like uh, inside the segment, I think what I'm going to do is start a douche report. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know if we can say this. Oh, we can. <sighs> okay. And Aaron this Rogers week's is the first or the, the biggest douche award <laughs> okay. and it goes to Aaron Rodgers this week. Okay. I think this is going to work guys. What uh-huh. do you think? I don't know. This text in we would eight, 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 one, zero, two, nine, four, zero, six, triple eight, one, oh, two, nine. Text us. Let us know. <laughs> okay. So see the winner. He's the biggest, uh, He's the biggest. We need to find a different word. Than Why? This. I just don't know if it's this is just acceptable. A word. It it's is not like the of, F word. Uh, you're right. Okay, I, I think the D-bag award, can we say D-bag? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Culture's so red right now. Oh, man, okay. All right, 
This week's D-Bag Award goes to Aaron Rodgers okay. for the second week in a row. How often is this going to be, uh, we should just call it the, the Tom or Aaron Award, right? No. It's one or the other? There, listen, there's lots of room out there, I think. so. What is? Or what are you going to do when Aaron Rodgers starts taking the same medicine Tom Brady's been taking? I'm going to pull a Tanya Harding. Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. I don't care that much. That was really for my next, my segue. Okay, check your doesn't know sports. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. What are you doing this weekend? Would you like to go watch a nationally renowned basketball program at the Adams Center? This is actually pretty cool. Gonzaga is coming to Missoula to play the Lady Grizz. That's going to be a good game. We got four tickets. So give us a call right now, 406-888-1029. It's a matinee, 2 p.m. Sunday at the Adams Center. We got four tickets to the Lady Grizz versus the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number two, we got four tickets. Lady Grizz basketball versus Gonzaga Sunday afternoon at the Adams Center. What else you got? All right, so I was trying to segue, and you rudely interrupted. Sorry, I'm just trying to give people the free stuff. I'm mostly just trying to derail you from your potty mouth. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Tanya Harding, um, a Paris Saint Germain midfielder, soccer female s- soccer player. Her okay. name is, I can't even pronounce her name. Okay. She basically hired someone. Yep. To beat the heck out of one of her teammates. So she could get more um, playtime. So um, according to the New York Times. This is very Tanya harding Yeah, her teammate was pulled from a car, beaten on her legs with metal bars. This is uh, quintessential Tanya Harding, yeah. Nancy Kerrigan. She did not have any broken bones, but they traced it all back to this teammate of hers. And so who on earth thinks they can get away with things like this in 2021? Not only that, but how could you do that? That is horrible. Right. It's so horrible. I mean, what is wrong with you? So they, um, she's in jail. She's in jail. Yeah. I, wow. I think she's in some big trouble. Wow. She's definitely not going to be getting any playtime. Playing time. Okay. So there's that. Okay. Yep. So that happened. How do you feel about that? Um, I think that that's a very depraved way to try to earn playing time. I think yeah. if you can't earn playing time, you should just... Try harder or accept that you're not going to play. Kiss up to the coach. Hello. Yeah, right. It's pro sports. I mean, the best players play, period. There's not a lot of politics involved in it besides how good are you. That's all. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good maybe, talk. Maybe she's been, at least maybe she's been drinking her milk. Hopefully I, her bones were I strong. I think the girl who she was beating was drinking her milk. That's what I mean. she didn't break any bones. That's what I mean. Yeah. Mm. See, milk is, what, what was this, the old? I don't know. Milk is good. Do you remember that we used to live in a society where uh, basic farmed goods were promoted on a national level by the federal uh, USDA? Yeah, the milk. They used to have great milk ads. Once upon a time, they convinced us butter was bad. Mm-hmm. Eggs. Yep. Eggs were bad. See, this now why, eggs are good. This is why I trust no one. Yes, clearly. Because this was all part of the industrialization of America plan. Oh, my God. They had to, subs- they had to make sure that the corn industry was steady as to not have fluctuations within that industry, else it would crater the interna- the, the, the role of national agriculture. Well, I'll appreciate that because my grandfather was the president of corn products. Wow. And um, So he is the one that ruined all of us. I'm sure he was behind his desk, you know, with an evil laugh <laughs> saying, let's make milk the enemy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, because they needed to have all that corn syrup. Yeah. And all that ethanol. Hey, man. I got have, you ever, have you ever read The Omnivore's Dilemma? Come on. You should. You think I'm going to read that? You know what I'm reading right now? Uh, the script for Yellowstone. I wish. <laughs> I am reading a book about the housewives. So oh if you think God. I'm going to read about The Omnivore's Wait, so Dilemma. You, so you sit here and watch <laughs> whatever it is, TMZ, and read about the people on it? I don't at the watch same time? TMZ. I watch Bravo with the Real Housewives. Oh, my God. And then I'm reading a book. It's behind the scenes. It is very interesting. <sighs> How do we become like this? Zip it. I just don't understand. Listen, there is enough ickiness out there. Right, if I, I know. want to escape with these crazy women <laughs> and... 
watch them fight and wear crazy clothes and drink too much, I am going to do it, and no one is going to uh, stop most me. Most of the people listening to the show want to escape with these women, too, but in a completely different form. Listen, you guys do what you got to do. I don't care. I need an escape. Uh, I do not need to be reading the sick headlines <laughs> that I'm reading on a daily basis. Uh, so I'm going to go into Bravo land and just ignore it all. Isn't it all part of the same equation, though? The people giving you the scary headlines are also the people giving you the trash TV. It's all meant to muddle your brain. Oh, my God. Would you lighten up? I'm just kidding. Good Lord. But I'm not. Chicken Nose No Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, our friend Carolyn in studio. What else? All right. So... Sorry, I lost my thing. Scrolling on a cell phone. No, I'm looking for my story. <laughs> All right. Vanessa Bryant. Kobe Bryant's uh, widow. Yes. Yep. Submitted documents on November 5th to sh- secure trademarks hmm. to enter the wine business. Okay. So, Mamba Vino. Mamba Vino 2024. Mamba Vino 8. Mamba Vino 24 are among the phrases listed. Okay. She has also filed trademark for all sorts of collectible items, websites, training camps, broadcasting platforms, et cetera, et cetera. How do you feel about this? I mean, I don't know. Isn't everybody getting into wine or tequila or something? It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just... It's all good. What, do you think it's exploitative? Kind of. I, I guess I just feel like... I mean, I'm not, listen, I'm not even going to begin to try and understand the grief that she is going through. But I just, I feel like um, when she was doing sort of more the charity type things and the foundations, that more aligned with Kobe's legacy. Sure. I don't know if wine, unless she's just trying to get ahead of it so no one else can take it. You know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe her passion is wine. It's a lot easier to market Kobe than it is Vanessa. True. I guess so. I just, I, I don't know. I just, you have to also wonder if she, maybe she's going in on, with it on with LeBron. Why is he? LeBron's into very into wine. Yeah, LeBron was actually a potentially busted drinking wine on the bench because he's hurt. Oh, LeBron, I love him. I don't know, man. If, no, if, I, he, if that's actually happening, that's going to be a pretty messy situation. No, you shouldn't be drinking. You can't wine on the drink bench. at your job. No, yeah, what? Yeah. You can't. I mean, row. <laughs> hey, <laughs> guilty as charged, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't know what the details are. I just heard that on a podcast this morning when I was working out. Actually, I so. cannot see LeBron drinking wine on the. Someone's sabotaging him. Yeah, it was probably some grape juice. Or Maybe. Maybe. I cannot see LeBron James like, oh, I think I'll just pour myself a nice cab while I'm sitting here. Well, I do find this interesting because the world of endorsements, the world of branding and all that, if you slap a famous athlete's name on pretty much anything, it can up the perceived quality of it. The one thing I find fascinating is the people that have made a ton of money in alcohol, whether it's beer, wine, or liquor, it only happens because of the quality of the product. I think right. that's why it's one of the most pure industries around. You can make this wine with Mamba on it or whatever, and you can make a little bit of money on it. But if it's not good, it's not good, and people are not going to buy it. Like if you if you make a bottle that should be fifteen bucks and you charge fifty because of the brand, people won't buy it. No, they won't at all. No, because people that drink want the quality. That's why George Clooney's tequila thing is so fascinating because. He not only made a tequila company with his great marketing and his face on it, but it's also delicious. And affordable. Whereas Michael Jordan's is, right. I, don't, I don't know if it's delicious or not, but it's not affordable. And so Casamigos is just kicking Jordan's tequila's well, butt. Well, and that Kendall Jenner tried to do one, and hers are like a hundred and something dollars a bottle. Right. And I, I don't know. I don't like tequila, so, you know, I had a few bad hangovers from it in my late teens in Mexico. But... Ooh. Just a few barfing sessions. No big deal. Jeez. We're just on fire today. <laughs> what? What else Why you got? Why are you so uptight? I'm not. Okay. All right, moving on. If you had some milk, it would have cured your hangover. Ooh, no. <laughs> you know what the ha- ultimate hangover cure is? What's I'll tell that? you right now. What's that? A Big Mac and a Dr. Mm, Pepper. Oh, boy. Now, I won't drink a real Dr. Pepper because of all the calories, so I'll eat my Big Mac with a Diet Coke. Mm. It helps. It's in the morning, crushing Big Macs. Oh my God! If that's the thing, can that you even get Big Macs in the mornings? No, and right. that is my biggest problem with McDonald's. They made <laughs> they made their breakfast all day long, but if you yeah. need a Big Mac at 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. before work, you have you can't get one. So right. I think we should all write letters. 
I'm sure that they'll be incredibly well received. Okay, what else you got? Okay. So do you know who the Texas coach, we talked about a University of Texas coach last week. We got another one this week in trouble. But this one I don't feel like is that bad. It's um, Bo Davis. Okay. And they, I guess, Texas was beat beaten pretty bad to I sorry I can't talk they lost 30 to 7 to Iowa State last week they did yeah and apparently this guy someone in the locker room recorded him screaming at the guys swears all this stuff bad words as far as I know nothing really bad you know like some bad words but not necessarily anything like that one guy with his email. Yeah. But people are freaking out about it. And people forget about everything now, right? I feel like that's what coaches do if they lose. They yell right. at their players. Like, am I wrong to think that? Um, I think that there's actually a mass variety of the what how coaches operate. I think people will be surprised how how many different ways there are to operate. Mm-hmm. Just in the Big Sky Conference, there's some coaches that straight up do not talk to their team after games, period. There's no even a meeting. Even if you lose. If you're like the road team, we got to get on the bus as fast as we can. We got to get out of Dodge. We'll talk about it later. We got six hours on the bus. We'll talk about it. Other coaches do the whole breakdown right there. Some, there's like a intermittent of versions of that. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but I don't know. I guess I just, personally, I don't think that's a, a great coaching style, like yelling no. at your team, and I'm, I'm not for it, but I don't think it's a fireable offense if right. you scream at your team, especially when they played so bad. Right. Um, I think it's, I always thought it was kind of common. Well, and there's a lot of pressure at Texas right now, too, because they're not doing very great. It's a Well, they're distracted staff. by the pole assassin. Oh, my god. You know gosh. what I mean? I talked to our good friend, uh, Jeff Choate, former Montana State head coach and uh, current defensive coordinator at Texas, doing a series of stories, SkyOnSportsMT.com, on some seniors for the Bobcats. And, of course, Choate recruited all those guys, so I wanted his per- perspective. So after interviewing him for about 25 minutes, then we, we get done with the interview, and he says, well, don't you want to know about Monkey Gate? <laughs> and I was I can't share most of what he said on the radio. That'd be unfair to him. But the point of the story is that the vast majority of the kids that they're recruiting to Texas are from Texas and the surrounding area. The vast majority of people in that area are very religious. Mm-hmm. Let's just say the Texas moms of high school recruits that potentially could go to the University of Texas are not very impressed about the phrase pole assassin. Yeah, I'm not either. And I'm pretty chill. <laughs> Joe's like, what am I supposed to say when the mom's like, what is a pole assassin? He's like, well, I guess, you know, you're going to Google it and find out. So we're not going to get your son. I get it. You wouldn't let your kid go to play for coaches like that, right? Or would you? I don't know. I guess it would depend on the scholarship. <laughs> if you you kid, a full ride. If one of your boys got a full ride and the guy recruiting him was no- married to a notorious stripper, would you let them go? Yeah, probably. Wow. Laissez-faire. Freedom in America. I mean, I think it's gross as a, I mean, I think it's gross, but if there's a great opportunity for my kids to go do something amazing and one of the coaches is a dirtbag. Yes. Hmm. I, I don't know. I think I'd be okay with it. Okay. I mean, well, let's cross that bridge when it, when it comes. Like in four years, let's talk about it. Take a dozen no sports, ESPN Radio, SWX, Montana Television. What else you got? All right. This is in honor of how offensive you, how offended you seem to be by the show today. I'm not offended at all. You seem like you are. Mm. Eli Manning got in some trouble What'd on Monday do? Night Football because he did it, the double bird on TV. Oh, they already had Marshawn Lynch dropping the F-bomb, too. That was funny. So guess how many people wrote in to ES, to the FCC to get to complain? A hundred million. Three. Wow. That's it. Guess how many people wrote into the FCC um, during the Super Bowl when Jennifer Lopez and Shakira were dancing? A hundred million. Thirteen hundred. Wow. Because they were dancing too sexy. Provocative. Yeah. Oh, boy. I wonder how many wrote in after Janet Jackson's situation. Mm, I wonder, too. But no one's taking any action against Eli Manning, (laughs) FYI. That's good. Soon we're going to live in a world where there's no such thing as FCC regulations. Won't that be great? It's funny. I was just talking about that with with my youngest son because we were talking about certain songs and how some words are on the radio and some aren't. Sure. 
and I was explaining to him the FCC and why certain words are not allowed on the radio, and he was convinced he'd heard some bad words on the radio, and I was like, I don't think so. Mm. But I remember when my prerogative came out with Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. And he sings, and I don't give a damn. Yeah. And we were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He said damn on the radio. Oh, my God. And look at me saying douchebag. So <laughs> here we are, full circle. Okay, what else you got? Anything else? We have a giveaway. That's right. We actually went to the AC Hotel. We did. The other day. I yep. got the uh, avocado toast, a little spicy. So good. It was good. Um, and then that avoc- the one with the prosciutto and the arugula mm-hmm. and avocado, so yep. good. Yep, very yeah. good. They have a great breakfast. Um, I think right now the buffet is put away, but you can get anything you want from the buffet. They just are trying to eliminate food waste, which is great. It is great. Very good for them. We got vouchers for you, AC Hotel, for some mimosas, Bloody Marys, and some brunch. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Caller number three got a pair of vouchers for you to the AC Hotel. Last thing for you, have you been following Kyrie Irving? No. Who's that? Kyrie Irving. <laughs> who's that? Kyrie Irving is a superstar basketball player, he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, who... Uh, has not been vaccinated. Because of that, he's then not allowed to participate in the NBA because of local regulations being in Brooklyn. But there's a brewing controversy because he may and likely will be voted into the All-Star game, which then means he could then go play in the All-Star game because it's outside of the organization. And so it's just going to be quite a controversy. And what do you think? Do you think he should be able to play in the All-Star game? Uh, I will plead the fifth on this one. I think that the All-Star Game voting has been rigged for quite some time. So I think they should just rig it again and make sure he doesn't make it. Okay. And just avoid the controversy. Yeah. Why are we avoiding Only the because, controversy? Because, well, he doesn't, he does not deserve to be voted into the All-Star Game when he hasn't well, played. he hasn't played all season. Yes. Yeah. So that's silly. I agree. So regardless of the controversy, that's just silly. He should just not be voted in the All-Star Game. Well, should, why isn't he being whatever it's called, like disqualified? Because mm, they don't do that because they want fans to think that they vote these guys in. They can still vote people that qualify in. Right. He, they can disqualify him. Do th- does everyone need me on staff to make <laughs> things normal? Like, I don't understand why. <laughs> this is also, to me, a ploy to get people to vote in the All-Star game sure. and watch the All-Star game, yep. obviously. Yep. <sighs> All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Ben Simmons still hasn't shown up to work yet either. I can't even <laughs> begin to tell you how annoying he is. Now, is he getting fined every time he doesn't oh, show yeah. up? Okay. Oh, yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> Can you imagine us losing, like, I think his last fine was like $700,000. That's just so ridiculous. I That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I would show up and work for seven consecutive days with no sleep if you gave me $70,000. I might work for 30000 Straight days. 30,000 straight days? I mean, as many days as it took <laughs> until I died. For $700,000, that's like the most, I'm, that's like the cumulative income I'm going to make in my entire life. Right. Yeah, this guy is an <laughs> idiot. And I hope that he, someone is donating that money somewhere. Uh, that right. should be like my bank account. There's no way that they're donating the money anywhere. I hate them right now. I hate him. That makes me so mad. See, now he should win the D-Bag Award. <laughs> Next week... I'm going to have a long list. Can't wait. Chicken doesn't know sports here on Nuanas Now. I'm just now processing that in the 90s, we were just like slamming milk. We were just like pouring big old glasses of milk and just chugging it. Like lots of milk, just like straight up, just plain old white milk. We would just drink it. <laughs> That's all you need. Some plain old white milk. Thanks for to Carolyn getting her Thursday kicked off. Always towing the line of offensive and comedic all at the same time. That's why she's the greatest. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana TV. I'm Coulter Nuanas. This is Nuanas Now, our River City Runners, featuring our couple state champions. Up next, Kenzie May from Missoula Hellgate, Tanner Klumpf from Missoula Sentinel. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting. 
to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Several college football standouts from around the Big Sky Conference earned their way onto national watch lists earlier this week, including one each from the Montana Grizzlies and the Montana State Bobcats. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Wednesday, Stats Perform expanded its watch lists for the Walter Payton and Buck Buchanan Awards given to the National Offensive and Defensive Players of the Year, respectively. Montana junior linebacker Patrick O'Connell landed on the Buchanan watch list, while MSU running back Isaiah Fonse landed on the Payton watch list. O'Connell, a six foot two, 230-pounder out of Cal leads the Big Sky Conference in total sacks with 10.5. He also ranks in the top 10 in the league with 16.5 tackles for loss and 77 total stops. Afonso, a former Washington Gatorade Player of the Year from Bellevue, currently leads the Big Sky and ranks second in the FCS with 1,124 rushing yards. He has six 100-yard games this season, giving him 14 in his already decorated career. Afonso and Portland State quarterback Davis Alexander were the two additions to the stats watch list this week. And around the Big Sky Conference, a few coaching moves transpired in recent days. Brian Katz, the second longest tenured head coach in Big Sky Conference men's basketball, announced his retirement, citing health reasons. And Eastern Washington offensive coordinator Ian Shoemaker resigned abruptly, citing personnel reasons, despite EWU averaging more than 50 points and 600 yards of total offense per contest. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Yo, what's up, Montana? Welcome back. A little six-blade knife for you on a Thursday. Hope you're having an outstanding afternoon. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. It's time now. If you're looking at my, if you're watching on uh, TV, you see we got cards all over the place. I was in Zootown Sports Cards earlier, earlier today. Ran into new Lady Grizz basketball coach Brian Holsinger. So cool seeing him out and about. Especially at one of the best uh, places in all of Missoula. It's time now for our River City Runners, presented by Zootown Sports Cards. We'll be giving you a $25 gift card to Zootown Sports Cards here in just a moment. River City Runners, we highlight some of the best runners from around the city of Missoula and around the state of Montana. This so happens that those two things are the same thing when it comes to the individuals uh, at the most recently completed Class AA meet. So this is fun. Now... We have Tanner Klumpf, Missoula Sentinel, the Class AA Boys Individual Champion in studio. We also have Kenzie May, Missoula Hellgate, the Individual Girls Champion from Class AA. Joining us here on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line, she's on her way to a meet. So a lot to get to, including recapping some of those uh, awesome accomplishments. So first of all, congratulations to both of you. Super awesome for uh, th- there to be a couple individual champions here from the city of Missoula. Uh, we'll start with you, Kenzie. Take us through it. I mean, the race was here in town uh, at, at the uh, University of Montana golf course. How did it all play out for you, and what's it like being back-to-back now for you, individual state champion of Class AA? Um, it was great. I I love that course. I think it's a great cross-country course, and it was fun to be able to run it again since the first time I did not compete my best. Um, I think it's also awesome just going back-to-back just because – I, it motivates me even more to accomplish more. So I'm super grateful, and I, I've had so much fun. So. And Tanner, I know you were in here just a couple of days before the race, so this is fun having you back in studio. But did it play out like you expected? It must have felt pretty good to win this thing on your home course. Yeah, I mean, the race went kind of how the game plan was um, was set. And, I mean, it's a great course to have a meet on. Um, you're not – there's really no bad places, and – it was great to win it um, in in my hometown, which was awesome. Hey, Kenzie, tell us where are you on the way to right now? Because I know you said you're going to a regional meet, but where are you on your where are you off to? Are you going to Bozeman? Uh, we are actually headed to Boise, Idaho, for Nike Regionals. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that's we are only two hours away now. So. Well, very good. Well, I saw yesterday, too, that uh, you made your com- your announcement of where you might be going to school next year. So tell the folks, what's next for Kenzie May after your high school career is over? 
Yeah, so I committed to Syracuse. I don't know if you guys know Sage Brooks, but she was an old teammate of mine. She just graduated last year, so she just went to Syracuse. And so I am super excited to be her teammate again. Um, so that was kind of one of the main motivations for going there. Um, but also they just have a really good um, recruiting class. So I am, but they're expected to definitely be one of the top teams next year for D1 schools. So I'm super excited. Well, very cool. Congratulations to you. It's our River City Runners presented by Zootown Sports Cards. Tanner Clough, Missoula Sentinel in studio. Kenzie May, Missoula Hellgate on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Tanner, you've been making the rounds on the recruiting trail as well. I know you still have one more visit to make, but I just take us through it. Where do you, where have you made trips to and, and how's it been getting recruited by some college programs? I mean, it's been cool, you know, um, been going around. I've been busy the last couple weeks. Um, yeah, and I got my last one this weekend, and so I've been going to – got it down to five schools, so, you know, just figuring it out, trying to find the best fit. Is there anyone that's a front runner right now? I mean, not not really. Colleges are making it tough on me, so um, come next week it'll be a lot of big decision time, so. Yeah, totally. Well, Kenzie, I want to ask you this. I know we talked about it a little bit the first time you were on, but – uh, now that your at least cross-country portion of your high school career is finished, how how has just the, the community in Missoula influenced you? It, it just seems like it's not a coincidence that we have a couple state champions from in this city sitting here with us right now. So uh, how do you think just sort of the environment around these parts influenced you as a runner? Um, I definitely think Missoula is a running community. It is so supportive in different ways like even my coach owns a running store downtown right he we're all involved in different ways so i'm super grateful that um i have like trails to run on and everything like they really focus on physical activity and exercise and i think running is a more majority of that um and so it's just as helpful because you see other runners going along like you see older people getting out getting out running and it like motivates you to continue like oh my goodness i want to be like that person running one day like i want to be 80 years old and i still want to be jogging along on these trails so that's and obviously this has a huge influence on you too so i mean have, have you considered it and and uh if so what has set the stage for you to not only be a state champion but also have a, the opportunity to run at the next level as well i mean are you talking to Kim? Yeah, no no for, for okay, you tanner um, yeah yeah i mean Missoula is a great community uh, to run in. You know, with run- Runner's Edge and Run Wild Missoula, they all do a great job putting all putting on good events. And um, like the treadmill challenge a couple weeks ago, you know, that's an awesome environment. Um, and just running in Missoula, it can't, can't get any better than this. You got trails everywhere. Um, a lot of people are out. And you don't have any, don't have a problem finding someone to run with. Well, I must say, when I first devised this idea for this segment, I thought that we're going to have some pretty successful people on here, but it's been so cool that uh, we've had people from around Missoula and around the state of Montana that have performed at the highest level, including the two that joined us now here on Nuanas Now. Tanner Clough from Missoula Sentinel, the Class AA Boys Individual Champion, and Kenzie May from Missoula Hellgate, the Girls Individual Champion. It's been awesome, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, Kenzie, we'll let you go because Tanner and I, we got some uh, we got some trading cards to open up here. But, Kenzie, thanks so much for joining us, and best of luck at your meet in Boise. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. There you go, Kenzie May from Missoula Hellgate. And Tanner's still with me, so I'll let you open one of these, huh? Uh, this is our uh, Zootown Sports Cards River City Runners, but also do a little rip session here, too. And if you call us right now, call number 2, 888 That's 888 888- 1029, caller number two. We got a $25 gift card for you to Zootown Sports Cards. They're located right there across the street from Dorn Blazer Field at the corner of Higgins and South. And uh, it's an awesome spot, man. I was hanging out down there today. I got some Panini Spectras here. These are, this is not exaggerating, $330 per pack. So these are pretty fancy. Oh, look at this. If you're watching on TV, you can see. Got a little Zion Williamson. A little spectra, uh, spectacular debut. These are such a hot ticket because they have automatic autographs. A little Dino Raja. For those watching on TV, a little old school Celtics guy. So that's pretty cool. Tanner's having a time there. over here. It's okay if you can't get it. We, <laughs> let me see if I can help you. 
<laughs> it's not the easiest oh, thing in go. the world. There we go. There we go. All right. Tanner's got uh, some some of these uh, absolute footballs. These oh, are pretty these cool. Are thick. Yeah. So that, oh, yeah. DK Metcalf. We got some big ones over there. A little DK Metcalf, a little jersey card. 49, All right. Yep. All right. Little. Oh, and then we got some points. Ooh, nice. See, Tanner's into this. So I, yes. I, that's why I knew that I knew that he'd be uh, he he would enjoy the rip. I have uh, to hide that one. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, if you want to go have yourself a little rip session, head on down to Zootown Sports Cards right across the street from Dorn Blazer Field at the corner of Higgins and South. And uh, they are the proud sponsors of River City Runners. Our one, actually not our one in the books. We still have one more great guest to get to, Chris Chitovitsky, the head coach for the Grizz women's soccer team. will join us next year on Nuanas Now. Keep it here at ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Man, what a song. If only you could be as good as Fleetwood Mac at anything in the world, you'd be one of the best ever at whatever you're doing. Welcome back. Nuana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for hanging out here on a Thursday. Well, we're happy now to get today's show kicked off like we always do with all football all the time, except for this is the original kind of football, and in most people's opinions, the best kind of football. It's soccer. Grizz soccer coach Chris Chudovisky joins us here on Nuanez Now. His team heading to the NCAA tournament for the third time in four seasons after a thrilling victory in the Big Sky Conference Tournament Championship this last Sunday. Coach, congratulations on the awesome season so far. Thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? Good. I mean, obviously very excited to be back. I feel like we do these conversations a lot, and I hope we can continue having them a lot because they're a ton of fun. Montana plays in Pullman Saturday, 6 p.m. against Washington State, an opponent that the Grizzlies have played in the postseason before. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, Coach, take us through the Big Sky Tournament. Uh, a couple thrilling wins for you. We were watching both Friday and Sunday, and uh, a tense one all the way down the wire in the semifinal Friday against Sacramento State. You get a goal in the 87th minute. Just take us through it. Were you, were you worried at all when it was a 0-0 tie and the, the clock is ticking down? Yeah, 100%. I mean... I, I was more worried in the first half than I was in the second. Um, we weren't expecting Sacramento to set up the way they did. It was almost like this 4-4-1-1 block and play on the counter and then possess the ball higher up the field. Um, them having played two days earlier really brought out the energy of a six seed beating a three. And now they're like, let's go off and beat the two. And they're all fired up and excited by it. And meanwhile, we've sat around for about 13 days without playing a game. So... We started flat. They caught us out tactically. Second half, we made some pretty good adjustments. Um, we really changed the numbers that we had in the middle of the field, which allowed us to possess the ball better, which changed the momentum. And then it was just going to be a matter of time until somebody had scored. Um, and I felt like we have enough quality on the field that sooner or later we were going to get something done. And Allie Larson's ball to Taylor Stoger's incredible header to Charlie Boone being there at the right place at the right time is just that's why you have the players that you have in this program because they can make special things like that happen. Chris Andrew Houghton here. Congrats on the tournament championship going through to the final. I mean, it was almost exactly the opposite of the semifinal, even though it ended up with the same scoreline. You guys scored relatively early, I think, in the first half hour and then had to defend the lead against Weber State for the rest of the game. I mean, how did that sort of play out differently than the semifinal? Yeah, same thing, right? You could tell Weber were flat. I mean, you could even hear him in the warm-up being like, come on, we got to get our energy up. It's like, okay, that's a good sign. Um, if we come out flying, we should be able to pin him back early. 
and that was it. And then the halftime conversation, I stormed into that locker room and just said, listen, you're, you're up 1-0, but now they're desperate. They have literally nothing to lose. They have to score a goal to make it to the NCAA tournament, to tie this thing up, to make something of it. So it's going to be the reverse of Sacramento. I told him that. I'm like, it's going to be the exact opposite. And it's going to come down to how desperately do you want this. And we can't just use that phrase because that phrase isn't enough, right? It doesn't actually give you coaching points. Hey, I need you to be desperate. Well, what does that mean, Chris? Um, we put it down to defensively. We need pressure cover moments. Every time somebody is on the ball, if they beat the player who's pressing them, we need cover there. Every time there's a ball in the air, if they flick it on, there has to be somebody behind them. Every time anything happens, there's going to be cover for the person pressing. And then on the flip side of things, uh, when it comes to the attack, you just got to take your chances and find ways to possess the ball. And so I feel like it got scrappy, it got yucky, it got ugly at times. So the 50-50 game, the ball was in the air a lot, and it was just long balls forward. But they showed how desperate they were to win it. They had the pressure cover moments. And when we had times to keep the ball and move it up the field, I felt like we did okay with it. Um, we could have been a lot better in that area. But overall, they stuck to the game plan. And that's what I love about this team is it's, it's so easy to coach them. They're so flexible with the formations that we play in. Nobody freaks out when they're told, hey, you're moving from a seven into an eight or whatever. And so we just got a smart group of kids who know how to get things done. Chris Chudovitsky joining us. He is the soccer coach for the University of Montana women's soccer team. They head to the NCAA tournament, actually making their way there today, but they play in Pullman, 6 p.m. Saturday evening. Coach, I want to ask you about your goalkeeper because we're talking about a couple one nothing wins, and that's been sort of the style all season long. Camilia Zhu has uh, been pretty much unstoppable. 12 shutouts by my count, the Big Sky Conference goalkeeper of the year, and only as a redshirt freshman, and that's all in filling in for some of the biggest shoes you could fill in for in the Big Sky Conference and Claire Howard, one of the great goalies the league has ever seen. So how have you gotten this sort of performance out of your freshman goalkeeper? Um, ultimately, we just recruited her, right? <laughs> um, one, we, 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 we've got a very good recruiting pipeline with um, certain programs, and Vancouver Whitecaps are very good at developing certain players. Um, they're very good at goalkeepers who can play with their feet. And the whole purpose of the program is to develop players for the Canadian youth national team. So Cam is like in that pool of players who could be called in to play for Canada. I mean, she's that good. And so we knew we were getting a stud when we picked her up in the first place. But then I've got an amazing goalkeeper coach in Jay who is just spectacular at what he does and the way that he teaches and coaches it makes Cam a lot better. And to be honest, I know you guys have seen a certain product and getting excited about it, but all we see is areas to improve still, which means that the kid's only going to get better and better over the coming years. So to everybody who thinks that, oh, wow, Montana had a couple good years, now they'll ease off, absolutely not. We're around for at least another four years. And then wait till you see the goalkeepers that we're recruiting for after Cam, because it's only going to keep going forever. That's the bad news for everybody else. Coach, looking at your first-round NCAA tournament matchup with Washington State, I mean, just looking at their statistical profile, it seems like they're really similar to you. Really good defense. I think they've only given up 11 goals all year. But they also get a ton of shots at the other end, uh, sort of like you guys, but but even more. What's it like preparing for a team like that? What's been your read on Washington State going into this game? Well, here's the difference, right? We have shots and shutouts against, you know, Portland State and schools like that. They're doing it against UCLA. (laughs) They're doing it against Stanford. They're playing in the Pac-12. This is an amazing team. And my heart sank completely when I saw your tweets, Andrew, about all their stats. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, this is a – obviously we knew it was a good team, but then you start looking at the statistical profiles and you put them out pretty quick on Twitter. Um, And then Ashley's been doing the scout report, and the more you look at it, it's – I mean, when we played them in 2019, Morgan Weaver was still playing. Morgan Weaver was drafted uh, into the NWSL right away and just got pulled up to the full women's national team. I mean, that's the caliber of player they're producing. It's insane. And then go through the roster, and everybody's like five foot ten or five foot eleven and above. So it's a team of giants um, who are extremely athletic, who play the ball very quickly. That's a very direct style of play. It's got nothing to do with necessarily possessing. It's just got to do outshoot the other team and outscore them, and then you win the game. So that's what we're up against. Um, they're very good at what they do. In my opinion, they're a Sweet 16, Elite 8 type team. And so we're going into the belly of the beast. They just gave out 500 free tickets to students. They're going to pack that place out. The band's going to be there. It's an intimidating atmosphere, but it's one we've been in before, and I'm pretty excited to go into again because we've definitely matured as a team too, and the way we practice this week, it's been pretty impressive. 
Christian Davinsky joining us. All football all the time, presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine, locally owned and operated for more than 50 years. Head on down to 4800 Grand Creek Road to check out the largest inventory of RVs and boats anywhere under the big sky. Coach, you played in the NCAA tournament within this calendar year, so compare and contrast. I mean, what, is there distinct differences between conferences and between Power 5 opponents? You played South Carolina earlier this year. Is there a big difference when you're watching Pac-12 versus SEC? And just compare and contrast the opponents that you've had at this level already in this calendar year. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, if you look at South Carolina, as soon as we started watching film on that, I'm like, okay, this is fine. Because if they want to spend about 30 minutes of the game just swinging it between the goalkeeper and center backs, I'm completely fine with that because it's so far away from our goal. Um, so South Carolina was definitely more of a possession-based, take your time, break Montana down when it comes. Washington State is just like just throwing punches nonstop for 90 minutes. So very different styles. Um, and I wouldn't say that's SEC versus Pac-12. That's just coaching styles. And obviously that comes down to the kind of player, the kind of athlete that you have. South Carolina want to recruit pretty ball players who can get things done and athletes up top who can break you down when it's necessary. While Washington State across the board, they've got good ball players, but their greatest strength is athleticism and they play to that strength so well. Um, and so this one is a lot harder challenge, to be honest, than the other one. Because the other one, I knew if we sat in an organized enough shape, we'd be able to pick off the ball at the right times and wait for a moment. This one, you're talking about being perfect on every single defensive play. Because if you're not, here they come. Um, and that's what happened in 2019. We were playing well, and all of a sudden we got caught on a counter that I have no idea how they got through us. Because our resting defense was great. But then all of a sudden, they're in behind with Morgan Weaver and scoring the 1-0, and the game just falls apart at that point. So um, this is a completely different beast. This is a very good team that we're up against. Um, yeah, and if we win it, then we got to play Tennessee, and if we do that, we got to play Michigan and then Florida State. So the path to the NCAA tournament final is a hard one, guys. You've talked a little bit earlier in the season about, and this was in the non-conference, you guys went to Long Beach State, got a one nothing win, I think, when they were receiving votes in the national poll. You talked about just getting the halftime at 0-0 and then making something happen in the second half. How important is that going to be? Against Washington State, I mean, what what tweaks do you think about making at halftime of these games? Um, I think right now it's more tweaks of how are they playing, right? Are they in a four-back or a three-back? Because they tweak their formations a lot. So you need to have a plan for each one. Um, if we're playing a certain way and they're in a four-back, it's really going to hurt us a lot, um, which is why I think if I was them, I'd be starting that way. Um, so we need to have plan B for that setup. We need to have a plan B if they're in a tree back and all of a sudden turn. Uh, 2018 regular season when we played him, not NCAA tournament, it was fine through half time. And then he started putting people in different positions, which unlocked us. And I was still naive at that point, not smart enough to, to make the tweaks that I needed to in the run of play. Against Sacramento, we changed formations three times in the second half over the span of 45 minutes. It was insane. But every time we did, it just unlocked more spaces for us to play in. So it's going to be more of a tactical game against them now than it ever has been, and it needs to be um, if we're going to be successful. Well, Coach, the fact that you've been in the NCAA tournament a couple times in the last few years, does that help? Does that help ease the nerves of the girls, or how does that just contribute to the mental preparation for this match? Yeah, it really does. Um, it's nice going back there again and be like, okay, we've been here um, – I would say a third of the team has even played against Washington State in that environment before, so they know what's coming. Um, it all makes it so much easier just having that experience. And then we got some young freshmen who are so naive that it really doesn't matter for them. It's just like, oh, yeah, you get to play soccer again. So they're just excited to go out there and run around and almost not smart enough to know what they're walking into. But because of that, they're going to play well. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking some time. Hopefully, the drive over and lookout pass is clear for you. Montana head soccer coach Chris Chudovitsky joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. His team plays Washington State, the first round of the NCAA Women's Soccer Tournament, Pullman, Washington. You can find all the action on ESPN+. Plus. Begins at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on Saturday evening. Coach, from us here at ESPN Missoula, best of luck this weekend, and hopefully we catch up with you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. So you go, Chris Chudovitsky, head coach of the University of Montana women's soccer team. We're covering all the sports today. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you, the all-class volleyball tournament, one of the great spectacles in all of Montana sports. Began today in Bozeman. Nate Michael 
a local volleyball aficionado, joins us next in studio. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 